You're listening to episode 258 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's really that easy to give us money without actually giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Really, really comfy today. The, I have uh, something new to sit on yeah. versus the little cushions I was doing the last couple weeks. <laughs> We got uh, we we got some new furniture in the studio. We got some new some new gear. Feels good. <laughs> you, you every so often you need to refresh something, huh? Just to make it. Feel well, like no, I mean, th- this was this was this was upgrade required. But um, I mean, should people be concerned that that I'm this calm after the second time I've ever had murderous thoughts in my life? Possibly. I don't think they should be worried. I think I should be worried. Because I'm the closest one in proximity. If you go off at a murderous rage, I'm unfortunately going to be the one that's going to Yeah, but it's not, it. it's not you. That, that, that is the one thing everyone can be calm about. Not, you won't hurt me? When I have, well, not just you. <laughs> when I have murderous thoughts, it isn't like I want to murder just anybody. someone. Or, yeah, yeah. it's not that I want to murder anyone. I want to murder someone. Unfortunately, that person is... is Way far away. Fortunate for that person yeah. and, and me. And, and you. me, to be honest. Because yeah. I, I don't want you to murder somebody and then go to prison. Yeah. That would not be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of adorable. That, would be, that wouldn't be good. You have your moments. <laughs> I'm just saying, in prison, they would tolerate my, <laughs> my, my moments Got it. way better than you. <laughs> and then the, your moments that you decided you weren't to be like, really, bitch? And they put you down pretty quickly. So, but for the record, Tony's not here again. Yes, yeah. I see, and once again, it, what a quality co-host here because I almost thank completely you. forgot about it. Thank you, thank you. So, I can't forget. I miss him. I got to pick up on Slack because he's not here. Right. So Tony, <laughs> <laughs> so Tony is a lawyer, and periodically lawyers get quite busy for periods of time, and that is the situation that that Tony is currently in. He is he is going to be indisposed for an extended period of time. And we are disappointed to hear that. But so I feel like I'm going to be in countdown mode. So this is officially week two for me without Tony. It's my third week without talking to him. That you have to pay attention. Is well, no, but this really is. What it but is. I, I miss Tony because well, he I, and I gang yeah. up on you. It's fun. <laughs> it's, tr- it's true, and I I enjoy the game. <laughs> but he will be back. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He he he. We think at least he's, we don't think he's lying to us. I don't know. Maybe no, it's Tony. I, I <laughs> no, he he, he can. He, I just, I imagine him being a horrible liar. He is a lawyer. Well, so he is a lawyer. <laughs> so, no, he's probably really good at it. Yeah. Anyway, but, yeah, so that's why Tony's not here, and you're just going to be stuck with the two of us folks for the next couple weeks. So, Unless we find somebody interesting by going, ooh, you should join us. I, I would say if somebody's interested, 
Well, let's not open that mic up. Look, I'm interested because then I got to have a lot of difficult conversation going, yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> so. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Sorry. Forget I said that. Forget I said that. <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. Right. Because then I'll have to do with you being cranky going, God damn it. Why did you say that? Right. No, this idiot wants to join the show. <laughs> All right. Before- that, that was for Mitchell. That was my Mark impersonation voice for Mitchell. <laughs> so, so. Something that we want to share with the listeners. Uh, I think I think all of the Patreon people know it, but those who don't, yet another reason to join Patreon. For those of you who have been clamoring for the casino ambiance noise that we have in the background, if you don't know, the we don't record in an actual casino. That that's that's audio. <laughs> I that, think they know we don't record in an actual. No, casino. there are a lot of people that have said for the first couple episodes. I thought for sure you were in a casino, without a doubt. Really? Thought for sure you were in. Wow, that's you cool. Were in a casino. So, for those of you that That would be way too hard to keep you focused, though, because it would be like in the casino and all of a sudden be like, ooh, shiny light, ooh, squirrel. It'd be like a dog, ooh, squirrel. (laughs) So, we, the the casino ambiance that you hear in the background is audio that I've recorded in Vegas-only casinos on the Strip. Actually, not just Strip. I think we've got some on the free one. But in, in, in Las Vegas... And I edit it down, so I take out all the very distinct sounds, distinct conversations, anything that's really distracting music. People so, talking loud yeah, music. Yeah, so you only yeah. really hear, you know, the sound of the casino because to me it's magical, and, and a lot of you have also said the same. So it's something that people have asked for for a really long time, and it was something that I had never intended to offer. I always was kind of concerned. I'm like, going, could the casino sue me? You know, if I did no, that, because the only the only way anyone would know what casino it was was if you had named the files based on what casino you were in when you. And I'm gonna do that. <laughs> but luckily, one of my co-hosts is also my lawyer, so he's he's reassured me that that shouldn't be a legal issue. Now that we have to worry about legal issues, actually, I guess we needed to worry about it more. Before. We probably should have worried about it more. Yeah, before. but yeah. anyway, anyway. There, there is no reason to be concerned about that situation, so you will be getting 360 Vegas Casino ambiance at some point. Well, Patreon listeners or Patreon subscribers will be getting it. I just, I wonder what they want that for. Just so, like, if they're having that, a bad day, they just turn it on and go, ah, oh, casino. Every, everyone that has given feedback that has said that they wanted it, it is for that reason. I think Mitchell said he's like, oh yeah, I'll just turn it on, like as I do housework. Oh my God. I'm like, that's a really clever idea. I like that. <laughs> and and if I wasn't so, ne- so neurotic, I would also do it while I do a lot of things. And I have from time to time when I get frustrated. But the problem is I get dialed in on like, where's your, where's your something I got to edit out. Like I can't separate <laughs> that out. I can't separate that out for some reason anymore. Well, so it's good that, you know, we do the, the talking first and then you put it on in the background because otherwise. Well, and that's one of the things that I've run into is a challenge is that I'm like, okay, are you guys? Are you, you guys want this? Okay, let me just go back through. Let it. me clean it up one let, more time. Yeah, let, me, let me just go back through. It. So now I'm overly analyzing every single sound because I, it was never intended to be any higher than a certain volume. So I knew at a certain volume you couldn't hear certain things. So I would let it go. I knew what you could hear and I knew what you couldn't hear. So I would just let it go. And now I'm cutting like I'll have like. 20 minutes of audio at some casino and it ends up getting cut down to like seven minutes. Like, Jesus See, Christ. and I guess I don't understand why you're doing that. If you've already cut through all the major stuff that you would hear if we were recording, why does it matter if... Because now it's going to be the center of the audio. So? Those things are going to become more clear. 
Right. No, I get that, but I don't understand why it matters. It's still it's still part of the casino. It bothers me that at some point someone's going to go, oh, he's in Cosmopolitan. I hear Billy Joel's You May Be Right. Yeah, yeah. Every single time they hear it. Every single time they hear it. Because that was what I had recorded. That's at that place at this time. It just it bothers me. I don't know why it bothers me. You realize me. nobody else is going to pay that close attention. So I to to exercise that demon, I, I warned a lot of our, our our listeners that listen, if you want to find, oh my god, I heard this song at this time. You know what's going on uh, at this place, or I heard this person say this. If you want to find that and annoy the shit out of me, you're gonna find it. You're going to find it because I recorded this. Uh, like you're going to hear things like, you you might actually hear uh, my sport coat brush up against the microphone because it's it's my fucking iPhone. It, it it might happen. All I'm doing is holding it in my hand as I walk around the place recording right. audio. And you're walking through the casino with a phone that's recording, so you want to make sure that the casino is not too freaked out about that. Yeah. So. I, I, I've still edited out the majority of it, but it got to a point where, it, and the example I just gave you, where I, I took, specifically, I took 18 minutes and I cut it down to, I don't know, something like seven or something ridiculous. And I'm like, this is absurd. You're getting... It is absurd. Well, because it, it wasn't just like I took one pass. It's like I, I backed up a little bit and then I took another, oh, oh no, I'm cutting even more down. I'm cutting even more down. I'm like... It, what's going to happen is you're going to keep listening to these and you're going to find an excuse to cut something out of every single segment until you're down to nothing. Right. And I'm like, just, you got to let it go. So I just, I, I let people know, I'm like, listen, if you want to be a dick and find that, like, oh, I heard this song this time, congratulations, you're going to find it. I wasn't walking around with professional recording equipment, but people enjoy the audio. They want it as background noise, so you're going to get it. So please, 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 if you listen to Patreon, subscribers to this audio do not <laughs> not send him a text send him an email a tweet anything about hey i heard this just please don't because i will have to deal with the afternoon <laughs> all right let's go ahead and start the show he's mark i'm karen and as always we start with random vegas february 19th 2010 harris entertainment as they were known at the time assumes ownership of planet hollywood we got that from at history nevada do you remember the sense of dread? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. we, we liked Planet Hollywood. It was it was like it, shortly after we stayed there, we're like, no, you're going to fucking ruin it. Wreck it. Yeah. I, and I, I can't believe it's only been eight years. For some reason, it seems like they've owned it a lot longer. And they haven't fucked it up nearly as bad as I thought they were going to. So. I don't think they have it all. They've done it. I mean, they've kind of left it alone. Whole, there's the whole Gordon Ramsay situation. Oh, yeah. but And I'm still not sure what I think about Planet Dailies because we haven't been in there since they redid oh, it. Oh, yeah, the but, new thing. Overall, well done. Well done, Harris. You didn't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's look at the twit pick of the week. It's views like this that could talk me into manual labor. Welcome to a time before Vegas could dunk, when signs stood taller than buildings. Look at this view. It's like the set of a movie, American Graffiti 2 Vegas edition. Is that, is that fucking plywood holding up the corner sign of the mint and where the hell is vegas vic there was a time before vegas vic wait a minute so that means that this picture would be pre-1951 but the mint didn't open until 1957 so again i say where the hell is vegas vic is it is it possible he's hidden behind the mint marquee 
I don't care. Do a pick of the week. That's Uma Corp. You win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I always, I mean, I love to see the the old classic pictures of the strip and what it looks like. So well, it's, that's pretty much. I mean, yeah, whatever. Of yeah, Vegas. Yeah, of it, Vegas. Right. Yeah. Is that better? It's better. Yeah. Okay. I, I th- this it's another one of those angles that it it's just it, it's it's one of those weird situations where it's 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 just behind the door like employees only like I know behind that door mostly it's not anything that you give a shit about but I still kind of really want to see it <laughs> that's kind of what it looks like like you get the impression this was a maintenance worker or a construction guy or doing whatever like oh I'm taking pictures from here I'm like going oh my god. I know the majority of your job sucks, but that's probably worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think this is where I miss Tony as a co-host because I'm sure he would have a more insightful perspective on the photo or the angle or something. But, I mean, I think it's a cool picture, but I don't know that I have much more to contribute than that. So, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which you should be seeing right now if you are a Patreon subscriber. Oh! All right, let's move into the news. First up... Steve Wynn resigns as CEO. Let's just get this out of the way. For the record, this means absolutely nothing and is exactly what I said was going to happen. He is still majority owner of Wynn Resorts. Company president Matthew Maddox was announced as the new CEO of Wynn Resorts, described as a, quote, trusted confidant to the company. An interesting choice of words, considering the most common understanding of the word is the keeper of secrets. Maddox is one of the longest tenured executives in Wynn Resorts since its inception in 2002 after Steve Wynn sold Mirage Resorts to MGM. Most recently, he's been serving as the company's president. Before that, it's CFO. If this move doesn't serve to squash all the negative PR, expect news along the lines of a sex addiction and a trip to rehab lasting just long enough for those who claim outrage to move on to the next thing. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Hopefully, this is justice. However, if 40 years on planet Earth has taught me anything, it's that history repeats itself, and those with the biggest mouths tend to have the shortest memories. Time heals all wounds and erases most memories. So here's what annoys me. So many people will claim victory over Wynn when all they did was give him a paid vacation. A a late retirement at best. Early retirement. Wait, he's 70-something. It's a late retirement. Well, not when we want to keep working. It's forcing him to retire early. We're going standard definition. If you really want to make a difference, the only way you can do that is to not stay, play, or dine at any Wynn resort until he is forced to liquidate his interest. But people won't do that. Even the ones who are being the most vocal right now. They'll find some way to justify patronizing his places, like people used to do when trying to justify stealing music by Napster. They don't really want to force change, 
They want to feel a part of something for a moment. As soon as it requires efforts and self-discipline, they'll abandon the cause like a New Year's resolution. But prove me wrong. Be the exception to the rule. One hour after I finished writing this piece, exactly what I said would happen, happened. News of Wynn's resignation caused the stock price to jump. Not to levels that it was before the allegations came out, but there's no reason to believe it won't continue to trend right back up to where it was before all this happened. But that's just the beginning. After the announcement, one of the alleged victims of Mr. Wynn's misconduct was quoted as saying, I feel vindication. He's getting a taste of his own medicine. Nothing happened, you fucking morons. His resignation is a PR move. He's still the majority owner of the company. He's still going to be in all the board meetings. He's still going to make the decisions. And your vindication just increased his net worth by $154 million in a few hours. In addition to that, his medicine is going to taste delicious considering he's more than likely going to receive a severance package to the tune of another $50 million, just like Fox News president got when he stepped down from his post for the same fucking reason. So you didn't punish him for anything. You gave him a fucking bonus and vacation time. The only thing that changed is he doesn't have the title of CEO and he doesn't get to be the public celebrity he's been for a while. And the more you proclaim your victory, the more you reaffirm how easily manipulated you are. Who knows? Maybe the most vocal crusaders knew this is the best outcome you could have hoped for, but I doubt it. At least now you don't have to stand behind your convictions and pretend you aren't a hypocrite when you stay, play, or eat at one of his properties. Oh, oh wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> also... Uh, it almost escaped me that this may be total bullshit. Which part? His resigning? No. That any of this fucking happened. Oh, the allegations. Yes. Well, yeah, because there are allegations. I completely lost sight of this. That being said, I, I do feel that these allegations are based in truth, but we don't know anything yet. Isn't it also just as likely that this is simply character assassination? Just because a group of people say something publicly doesn't mean it's true. Now, if I said one of my closest friends, Vital Vegas, was a sexual predator, oh, come on. do you think, with the limited power I have with this show, that I couldn't get a dozen people to agree with that statement, to support that claim? And I'm not a billionaire, and he isn't my former spouse lover maybe but that would be putting a label on it we agreed not to do that Jeez. listen listen you don't need to look any further than Wynn's ex-wife for confirmation that hell hath no fury like a woman's scorn in a world where these accusations could have made people millionaires wouldn't it make more sense to have made these claims in a civil court if they were true why is it so much easier to believe 
one person's version of the truth than another's. Karen, you've said it before. One of the reasons that you aren't friends with a lot of women is because a disproportionate number of them are manipulative and vindictive, especially to each other and former lovers. I don't know if I said quite that, but okay. Yeah. Let's throw sex and regret into the mix. And isn't it possible that there is a high school gym class scenario going on here? Like I said, my gut still says these accusations are based in fact, but maybe we shouldn't crucify someone until someone can actually prove any of the things that they're saying indeed did happen. So I I didn't want to interrupt the rant. Good. Yeah. (laughs) So I have to say it up front. I don't like you throwing in the hell hath no worry, uh, fury like a woman scorn bullshit because guys can be just as vindictive when they don't get what they want. And and at the end of the day, I think in a divorce proceeding, like what's going on with Wynn and his ex-wife, any anytime somebody has the upper hand and they have the more the most money, the other party is going to go after to get as much as they can. So I'll just I don't know that it's necessarily a woman thing, but yeah. But the saying is "Hell hath no fear." Like it is. It, it is. I'm not saying though that that's <laughs> where I, this is coming I from. I do but agree yeah. with you. The fact is, I just feel like you're bashing on women in this whole thing, and you're oh, trying to to rope me into oh, it a I'm little sorry, bit that, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that was not the intent. The okay. intent was someone got. There were two partners, which I think you and I are in life. We are two partners, and one partner fucked over the other one for no really good reason. It's really kind of a bullshit. Oh, with, with uh, Win and his wife, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so so it's basically going. Oh, oh, you're gonna fuck me over? Fine, you fucking prick. This is what we're gonna do, and that's really what I meant. No, I I do apologize, women, if that's what it sounded like. That was not my. It's intent. what it sounded like to me. Well, so and, I might and have been. Thank yeah. you for calling it out because it, you're absolutely right. To me, it's well, because two, it's two equal partners. And one fucked the other one over, and then is using leverage, and the other one's like, oh, 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 you're going to lord this over me? Don't worry. I'll take care of the angles that I can take care of. Okay. And and I appreciate you clarifying that. Yeah. No, um, that is what I mean. Because between the hell hath no fury and then, you know, Carrie and I have also said that, what did you quote me saying? Disproportionate number of women can be manipulative and vindictive, especially to each other and former lovers. I, I personally, for me, and I have said this, I, I find it difficult to be friends with women and I want to say that carefully because I have some really good friends that are women most of which I've met through the show and don't fit the stereotype though yeah and I hope I hope that I don't but you know I I just I want to be careful because I don't want to again seem like I'm bashing on my own sex but yeah I I just I got to be careful with all this stuff because again I don't know no I'm I'm really glad let's take sex out of it and let's think about our partnership our friendship our, our but I don't well so that's the thing with Steve Wynn so there's there's a huge there's an amount of speculation that says his wife ex-wife I don't know what she is now Linda is that her name Elaine oh uh, his new wife who gives a shit Elaine no, the is one, his ex-wife the one that he married and divorced and remarried and they're divorced that's again okay. that's Elaine so there's a huge speculation that she's the one that leaked this story with the seven and a half million dollar settlement and did all of this because she's pissed off I don't know who's doing it. And again, I haven't heard any other allegations other than there are allegations, which is really weird in my mind because it seems like everyone else that there's been an allegation out against. I was against. thinking about that. It's been very specific. A very specific person claimed another very yeah. specific person did something. Exactly. So it's whether, you know, whoever, the, the especially these days, it's, Even it's fucking the guy. Trump 
even Trump had like very specific people right. said he very specifically did something. And that's the one thing about this whole Steve Wynn situation that seems very odd to me is I haven't heard anything about a specific person. There was a general thing about somebody that he worked with who Waitresses potentially followed. And, and the, yeah. Well, no, I didn't even hear it was a waitress. What I heard, and I, again, I don't dig into it because I choose not to read that, but it's like, okay, somebody supposedly worked with him and there might have been a child involved, but there wasn't a, like, but there isn't a person that's come out. I mean, you know the media is going to parade these people out in front of everybody as soon as they can. So that's that's yeah. the thing that seems weird to me about the Steve Wynn situation. And I think he stepped down really fucking fast. If you look Smart at this... Well, and I agree. I I think that he's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Let me sit back and play with my Ooh, billions. You're, yeah, you're hurting my stock price. Uh, do you, you want me to resign? Fine. Oh, Jesus Christ, you just recouped half my losses. And I completely agree with you that he's not out of the picture. He's not, he's at not all. done with this at all. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to throw out one name to you Frank Lefty Rosenthal. The motherfucker never had a casino license, ever. And he ran a casino for a decade. Do you really think the guy who saved, reinvented, and reinvented Las Vegas again isn't going to continue running wind resorts? You're a fucking idiot if you think that. Yeah, I just, I, I do feel as though his, you know, stepping down as CEO was more for show. I have no doubt, to your point, you know, he's still the majority stock owner. So he is going to be at all the board meetings, and I mean he's he's going to be there. And if you think that, I did I did find it funny when you said that the new CEO who was the what, head of operations and yeah, then the that, CFO was and, a quote trusted confidant. And that that I was, was like a quote, and I'm yeah. like, and I literally started looking up the definition. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. that sounds sinister. Yeah. <laughs> so so I do find that funny, but yeah, I he's still going to be pulling the purse strings. He is, you know, still going to be very involved in the operation of his companies. I, I just, I think this is what was a PR move from for him, and I think that you saw it with the stock price going back up. I think this was a, a, a PR stunt, you know. But also to tie it back in, I still do kind of get a gut feeling. I mean, listen, this guy. Oh, I'm sure he acted inappropriately. Yeah, this oh, guy's yeah. a handsome man. Especially well, he when he well, that's what I mean. He was. This was while he was a handsome. He ain't anymore. <laughs> yeah, this was a handsome man. He was super fucking successful when and he was rich. young. Yeah, I mean, and so. and to me, like it, to me, the most logical situation is super handsome guy, super successful, super rich, running running casinos, fucks around on his wife. She deals with it like, oh, so I'll fucking deal with it because I get it. She deals with it. This whole thing plays out the way it does by going, oh, I'm going to get this motherfucker. Well, and uh, quite honestly, I think that during the time when he was super successful and had his influence in Vegas and, and well, even, still is, but he's super successful and handsome. <laughs> right. I, I think that, I mean, it, it's that kind of behavior, and I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying that kind of behavior happened all the time where... There, there was going to be somebody that looked at his wallet, and again, if he would, he was a good-looking guy. I have no doubt that you know he was involved with people and things. And I thought about that too. Like I wondered how many like he didn't charm over to get in bed, and then you know it was like, well, I got you in bed. I don't really give a shit now, you know, and and just irritated. Like, what are you gonna do? Are you really gonna fucking? You already know that he's fucking married. You know, and he is kind of your fucking boss. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, and I'm sure, again, I'm sure there's an aspect of him pressuring, you know, women into it, too. Well, yeah. I, I have no doubt that there 
especially by today's standard, was inappropriate oh, yeah. behavior. Oh, absolutely. I'm not, you know, saying that he didn't do it. I just don't think that him stepping down right now is, no. to your point, vindication for anyone. Please. I what is he worth? To like two point one billion dollars or something? I mean, come on. I, the I, guy's fine. I've, yeah, I, I've I wanted to punch that woman in the face as hard as I could possibly <laughs> punch her in the face the second that came out. Like going, you are everything that is wrong with the human race. You're the you are. If you could put into a small pile the reason why, like just the perfect examples of why I'm so cynical, she is now a member of that club. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to talk about it but anymore. Yeah, yeah we're, we're just overdoing it. it, it it's I, I still kind of, my gut feeling is is he did it, but ultimately the no one knows is, shit. The headline is Steve Wynn is no longer the CEO. Steve, Steve Wynn is. But he's still really fucking rich. Yeah. I know, right? Okay. <laughs> so let's move on to some information about the Lego Vegas delay, which makes me sad. Recently. Actually, I don't ever think we officially announced. So Lego I don't think we talked about is it, no. coming out. With a like we had talked before about how amazing it would be. Why don't they have Lego casinos? Like we have the Lego Sears Tower. We have I have the uh, Seattle Space Needle uh, at work that my coworkers got for me. Right. So they have all these you know iconic Lego buildings and structures. Well, it's, it's a whole. Why seri- don't they have one? It's, on a, it's Vegas? a whole series. It's called Lego Architecture. Right. And and it's it's something that we had jokingly said like oh my god I, it'd be so cool if they did that. Well Lego did announce that they are coming out with. Not the whole strip, or not every property, but they are coming out with with Lego. It's going to be part of their 2018 Lego Architecture series. Two weeks ago, in a pandering bullshit move, the company announced plans to release have been pushed back till the fall. The reason for the delay was said to be so Lego can remove Mandalay Bay from the collection in light of the thing that happened there. Wow, look at how famous I would be if I did something similar, said the psychopath currently being inspired by moves like this in an unyielding coverage of the incident. A week later, the wind sex scandal broke, and now almost half of the originally planned collection is a candidate for redesign. Oh, for the record, neither of these buildings are actually going anywhere. The other featured landmarks are set to be Luxor, Stratosphere, and the Fremont Street Experience. Hopefully, Lego won't discover that multiple suicides have happened inside Luxor's atrium and that Stratosphere is Stratosphere. (laughs) 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 And and to be fair, the Fremont Street Experience is like a round thing. Kind of it. A round thing. It's like, it's like, it's like... It's the canopy? It's like, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, it's basically it. So it's like... Oh, it, it, Wait, so it's literally the Fremont Street Experience. It has nothing to do with the casinos right, that are on Fremont. Right, right, like you wouldn't know that it was the Fremont Street Experience if it didn't say it on the box. <laughs> and really, and, what they should and, have done for and, Fremont was Plaza. Plaza should have been, and, and put the little canopy like stretching out in front of it. You should have had a huge Lego Plaza with a canopy stretching out in front of it. Yeah, there I know, but that's what they should have done. Especially considering anyway. Fremont Street, uh, uh, the plaza is not part, part of the Fremont, Fremont Street experience. <laughs> yeah, minor detail. Like, you're not using our fucking name in that property. Like, all right, we'll just make you a great canopy, and people can figure it out on their own. We'll that, put the words on there. That doesn't go with any of the other <laughs> parts of this architecture series. Yeah. So, I'm disappointed that they're pushing it. Although I do think that they could very easily take the Mandalay Bay. 
and re theme it, if you would, as the Mirage. It's a tri-tower. Yeah, the building's like almost exactly yeah, the how, same. How many tri-tower? Uh, like, you, you could even argue if Murin fucking murinized the goddamn set, he could argue that Park MGM would be the, the property. Although, it's the one thing I will say about... Oh, for... Because uh, it's a tri-tower. Monte Carlo. That's true. I didn't but, think about that. But the one thing I'll give LEGO credit for is they're like, yeah, we want iconic things. <laughs> Um, no one's gonna know what the fuck you're talking about no, with the, that. The thing. park thing is not. Yeah, no. it's not the Mirage, the Mirage you could get could away be, with. Yeah. yeah, the Mirage you could definitely get away with. Mandalay Bay, I get why they went there, only because I get why they did that instead of the Mirage, only because it's primarily gold as opposed to the Mirage, which is it's got the gold windows with the white lining. Right. So I, I, I get why they went with that, but I, I agree. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, whoa, 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 whoa hold on. Like the same thing. Like, let's just change like this little layer of white. Like, oh, that's the brown. Right. Exactly. I just hope they hadn't built too many of them or printed too many packages at that point. Well, but, yeah. They build bricks and then they create things. So I imagine it's not going to be that big of a deal. I mean, I'm sure they're going to take a loss. What do you? Th- do you think that they're they'll replace the win? Because honestly, so again, he stepped down. It's still called the win. Oh, I, oh or they, they might put encore on it instead. Uh, Say. What they they didn't have they didn't have the name on it. I'll I'll tell you that right off. They didn't have the names okay. uh, on the on the properties. But I in the exact same breath, I fully expect that they're not going to pull it out. That all they're going to do because they said they're going to delay it for the fall, which is like six months away. And I've already mocked many times that the biggest mouth people about this whole situation in six months. I'm not going to care. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, I, forget I'm, that and I am more on. frustrated that the delay of the Lego Vegas is. is I know, delayed. really. Ulti- I want my Legos to build. Yeah, ultimately, that's the annoying thing. There's it room is. on my desk for a Lego Las Vegas, and currently it is empty. And you'll clear out a shelf or two to put them all up there. It's going to be my own little display. And then he'll super glue them together so they never come apart, put them in a glass case. I know. I still ultimately want you to do. I know tip, typically when they do the architecture series, it's just like, this is the. The, the landmarks of, of Chicago. I'm like, yeah, but there's a lot more Lego. There's a lot more. I think you should have version two, three, four, and five. <laughs> <laughs> Watch them do like the uh, art museum with the lions out in front. That would be cool. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so let's move on to the next story, which is the Mall 2.0. In an attempt to repurpose vast amounts of space formerly occupied by large retail establishments like Macy's, the Boulevard Mall located on Maryland Parkway, just over two miles east of Wynn, is turning 41,000 square feet of space into a 3D art exhibition. It will feature over 60 pieces, including King Kong hanging out by Mandalay Bay and aliens landing on the Vegas Strip. In addition to that, owners of the mall are looking to bring in unique attractions to the space similar to the axe throne i like how i say unique and then i'm about to tell you things that aren't unique (laughs) (laughs) well unique was in the article that you pulled up from i'm guessing yeah Yeah. (laughs) but i like to call myself out immediately when i contradict myself they're gonna have semi-unique attractions similar to the axe throwing concept that is currently available at neonopolis neonopolis i don't think that's how you say it and, and a concept very similar, if not exactly, like Rec Vegas, the attraction that allows you to break shit in a safe, controlled environment. Leases have already been signed with call centers, a mini golf complex, an aquarium store, and the space 
formerly home to a JCPenney's, has currently turned into an archery tag venue similar to laser tag, but with rubber air. Oh my god, that sounds awful. It's not the all of this. Okay, that that <laughs> maybe. That maybe. Somebody's gonna you'll shoot your eye out. I know, right? That may be a bad idea. But overall, this whole thing isn't the worst idea I've ever heard. I mean, especially when you consider big box chains are dying well, rapidly. And and brick and mortar retail is in general, yeah. In general is not doing well and quite honestly in Vegas if it's not on the strip, you're not gonna I mean the fashion mall is probably the the lowest end for the not lowest end. It's where you're going to find the regular retailers versus... Yeah, right, yeah. It's your, your high-end stuff. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. maybe Planet Hollywood and stuff like that, but um, for the most part, if you get into the forum shops and you get into... Fucking Versace and all that what's, shit. What's Wind the Plaza one... What's the one connected to fucking Aria? What city center? What's, what the hell is that called? Cunty Rito? No. <laughs> the mall. What's the mall called? Oh, Crystal. Oh, Crystal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, stuff like that. It's going to have all the high-end, super expensive stuff and... and I just it, that was in the regular. Name. That was the backup name, by the way. Country retail. Country retail. Country retail. Okay. I, I just think in general, the mall concept, of the way it used to be, is just it's done well, in the I, U.S. And having to, you know, trying to find a way to repurpose these, especially giant buildings like that. Like, how sad is it when you see strip malls just dead? You know, in an area like, oh, come on. Like, at least do something with a giant building. Come up with something. Well, and I think about the episode of Abandoned. It's one of the first ones we watched, actually, where they were touring oh, my malls. Yeah, and one of them was your hometown that you used to go to all Randall the time. Randall Park Mall, man. Yeah. That was the biggest mall in the world for a while. It was fucking amazing. Two stories. My God, it was an adventure when we got to go. And it's basically done and dead. And oh, it's dead. Yeah. It literally, they were... So if you have never seen the show Abandoned, I'm sure it's canceled by now. It was on Vice. Uh, but basically this... I can't remember the guy's name, but he's a professional skateboarder. And he and his buddies would go to these different abandoned sites and use them to skateboard. So, like, for example, this one we're talking about was the abandoned malls. And, and it was concentrated in the northeastern part of the country because that's where, like, their huge boom was. But yeah. And they also did, like, the number of uh, abandoned schools in St. Louis, and there was an atomic site that they did. And yeah, it, it's, a, it's a fascinating series. If you've never seen it, I would go look for it. I can't encourage that that channel, and I believe they've got an app with archived episodes on. I can't encourage that channel enough. That's fucking yeah. good stuff. I mean, that, that show is really good. But anyway, they did a, a great job kind of talking about what the malls were and how they're now... I mean, anything now, if it's a mall, it's an outdoor shopping. It's not an enclosed. It's a now, yeah. yeah, it's a promenade of some kind. So, uh, you know, I'm not surprised that they needed to do something with the space. I don't know if, and I, you know, for anyone that's a local, I would be interested to see if this is something that they would be interested in going to. I don't know if it's close enough to, I mean, it's only two miles from the strip, but two miles from the strip is a long way to walk. So, you, I mean, Still Uber and stuff makes strip, it easy yeah. to get there, but. Yeah, it'll be... I mean, I give them credit for trying to do something different with the space. I, it, I, yeah, I think that's my biggest thing. I'm like, good for trying. Well, yeah, and they're doing mixed use. So they have, you know... Uh, what did you say here? Sorry. Call I centers. Know. Well, the call centers. So that... Okay, but they have it's a tenant functional. that's renting out space, yeah. and they can do something with it's it. But all, then, yeah, it's not all retail, you know, live and die by. You know, the concept that's kind of like Rec Vegas, I, you know, is that closer than what Rec Vegas actually is? So it might make sense to go there. I, I give them credit for trying yeah, a few things. Yeah, if you're going to attract them to yeah. all those kind of places, give them reasonable rent. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. 
Yeah. I mean, that would be cool. Can you imagine all of these concepts like that axe throwing thing? They got a fucking, you know, whatever. Like throw a bowling alley in there, like shit like that. Like if you just throw a ton of various things that you can do, like going, fuck it, yeah, why not? Like you could almost become, oh my God, this idea just came to me. The mall could become the teen date place. Like, there's 20 different dates that you can have here. Like, when so, you can barely drive anywhere, and your mom drops you off, like, look at all the fucking things we can do here. <laughs> Says the guy that is so far removed from his teen years I'm and doesn't saying, have a teenager running around the house, and so we don't really know. I'm thinking as a teen, I'm like, oh, my God, that would have been awesome. Like, realize, drops off the mall, we'll come up with an idea. You realize you were a teenager back in the 80s and 90s. That is so not cool. Teenagers today are so cooler than we were. <laughs> Emoji, happy face, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Big purple, uh, oh, goddamn eggplant. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this one I'm excited about, but I'm mad because we're gonna miss it. I kind of wrote this one for you. <laughs> Vegas Uncorked 2018. Tickets are on sale now for the 12th annual Vegas Uncorked Festival. This year, the event has been moved from the dates in April to May 10th through the 13th to capitalize on Mother's Day weekend. It will feature Bobby Flay, Giada, Guy Savoie, Julian Serrano, Lorena Garcia, Masaharo, Mas- I knew it. Masaharo I just Morimoto. Up. I knew it. <laughs> Michael Mina, and a dick whose name will not be spoken here. Featured events will be held at the Garden of the Gods pool at Caesars Palace in the park at New York, New York, the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan, the Mom Museum, and many more. Mom Museum would be so cool. Individual events start at 6 p.m. Friday, May 10th. Tickets start in the hundreds of dollars. Yes, plural. Individual events start in the hundreds of dollars. Of course. Look at those names. I I just want to be clear. Yeah, one of these days, I will get to go to something like this. Or annually. One of these days. (laughs) Sooner rather than later. Right. Yeah. All right. And last up in the news section, we have some more Zorkfest 2018 details. They are finally here. February 14th. You'll be able to... It is, isn't it? Uh Uh-huh. I what know, we don't celebrate I know, it. Right? I did that kind of sarcastically when you went, ew. I, know, I didn't right? want people to think, <laughs> trust me, Valentine's Day is a Hallmark holiday, people. Yeah. But anyway. All right. I, don't, I, don't, I only slightly less like you, Travel Zork, but <laughs> February 14th, you'll be, and, it, and it's already over. It's gone. <laughs> February 14th, you'll be able to register to attend Travel Zork 2018 at Treasure Island. And as you've no doubt come to expect, I know something you don't know. I'm so glad you said it that way, because that's what I heard in my head when I saw that. (laughs) Zork Fest 2018 will officially begin Friday, May 25th at 6 p.m. with a cocktail reception at Treasure Island, sponsored by GoGo In-Flight Internet. I knew what that was. I'm like, I know those guys. (laughs) (laughs) You know those guys who you know what that is. Does it matter? It's different. I I don't know them. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Exactly. Followed by a VIP dinner at 8.30. Saturday, activities kick off with a breakfast and mimosas at 7.30 a.m. before the conference begins at 9 a.m. Oh, my God. 
This is Vegas. They're what are you thinking? They're following the the, uh, the Chris Moore template for Vegas. Even Chris doesn't have mimosas at seven thirty. Oh, he waits right, until like ten. <laughs> right. Oh my God. He's like he's like I know it's almost noon, but I'm drinking mimosas, which means it's breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Or brunch at the worst. <laughs> and somebody's got to monitor the, whether or not they leave the bottle with him or whether they... I assure you, <laughs> word's gotten around Las Vegas by going, just leave the bottle. Just leave the just bottle. Just leave it. <laughs> Featured speakers will include Gilbert Ott of GodSaveThePoints.com, Adam Bauer from Travel Fanboy, Eric Rosenthal from All Things Awesome. That title is unofficial. Vegas Aces, Mark Meltzer, Miles for Memories, and a bunch more. I'm not going to read off all the names. Don't be so sensitive, people I don't mention. (laughs) Saturday's festivities will close at 10 p.m. with Podcasters After Dark, featuring 360 Vegas family members, Vital Vegas, Travel Fanboy, and you can bet on that. Oh, yeah, did we mention Travel Fanboy is the latest confirmed featured member of the 360 Vegas family meet and greet at Skyfall Lounge at Mandalay Bay for 360 Vegas Vacation 6? Because that would make the previous sentence make way more sense. Hooray, we got more. Yeah, I mean, if you're into, you know, stuff making sense. But session session specifics, optional events, and ticket prices will all be revealed February 14th when you can secure your spot at said events at TravelZork.com slash ZorkFest. Be sure to use promo code ZORK360 to get a discount on admission. Yay, we're doing discounts again. (laughs) Also, I'm told those interested in attending Sunday's optional events, a shuttle will be provided from Treasure Island to the start of 360 Vegas Vacation 6 at Luxor, a perk I voted against, for the record. What? Because honestly, I don't think you've earned it. Wait, you don't think they've earned it being the people that attend both? I, I or just, I just I'll, I'll be honest with you. There, there is you no, just needed to throw an attitude yeah, piece yeah, in there. there. There is no substance to that statement. I just thought it'd be really funny if I said, <laughs> like, going, no, you shouldn't give that to them. No. Personally, <laughs> I think it's awesome that Travel Zork is providing a shuttle for those that would like to go to both events because TI and Luxor kind of at opposite ends. I know, right? <laughs> so I think it's very sweet and considerate of Travel Zork to provide that. Good luck trying to make sure you have enough for everybody because trust me, managing buses is just not fun with this group. I did. I Did, <laughs> did you warn him? <laughs> I did warn that almost the second 360 Vegas vacation starts, the madness explodes. I was like, I, I wish I were exact. I don't show I, I exaggerate. I really kind of like it. Well, you exaggerate a lot too, but, but but in this case, I do not. I would say within 20 minutes of the kickoff event, madness absolutely explodes, and it becomes just so many people, so much fun. It becomes a blur of like the situation where you get like so awesome drunk, like not like oh I'm in trouble drunk, but like amazing I'm in Vegas and I'm drunk like on, and you wake up in the morning on. Holy shit, did all of that really happen? <laughs> like, yes, all of it actually really fucking happened. I just honestly, I think it's awesome that, you know, Travel Zork has, has moved their event to be at the front end of ours. I think that there's a lot of crossover between the two, and I, I'm i excited 
that folks will have a chance potentially to do both oh, if yeah. they're interested in. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, to make it even easier for you, we will also have a link on the blog on the same page that you'll find all the details for 360 Vegas Vacation 6. <gasps> they're tied in together. Cross promotion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for the news. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, and if you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, how could you possibly be? Prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, just in case it wasn't clear a few moments ago, Travel Fanboy is the latest confirmed feature guest for the 360 Vegas family meet and greet at Skyfall Lounge at Mandalay Bay for 360 Vegas Vacation 6. Hashtag 360VV6. Details on all that we have in store for you at 360 Vegas Vacation 6 are available at the 360VegasPodcast.com under the 360 Vegas Vacation tab. Oh, my God. How many more times do I have to say 360 Vegas Vacation? It's called branding, Karen. I didn't like the idea. I, I went I went to marketing for college for, for a period of time, and I was like, you don't need to constantly recite something. You do. I've been doing this for seven years. You do. Hashtag 360VV6. Eater Vegas announced that Bar Masa and the Tapan Group... Tapan. 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 I'm not even going to re-record it. I like it. Next to... <laughs> well, i got to say grill. You missed that uh, part. Yeah, the, the Tapan Grill next to it, known as Tetsu, are closing at Aria in April. They will be replaced by one restaurant taking up both spaces, serving basically the same food, but in a place known as Ketch. Because celebrities in New York and L.A. freak. Okay. Vital Vegas reported that Mandalay Bay will renumber its floors. 1 through 30 will remain, then jump to 56 through 63. For the record, Mandalay Bay is a 43-story building. Most Vegas casinos avoid designating floors in the 40s due to Asian gambling superstitions. Something to do with 40 sounds like the word for death. L.A. chef Ricardo Zarat. He's expanding outside of the state of California for the first time and bringing his Peruvian cuisine to the Grand Canal shops at Palazzo. The place will be called Onsi. It, it looks like once. It does look like O-N-C-E. Yeah. Onsi, Las Vegas. It's like Echo. Like, I was like, Echo. Or no. Echo. Oh, oh, what did I call it? Echo or Echo? I don't know. I don't fucking remember. Whatever it was. We couldn't say that right for it, forever. It looked one way, and it was pronounced another way. And the way that it looked... Honcho. It looks like honcho. Honcho? I don't think we said honcho. <laughs> <laughs> we ate at Honcho Vegas, and it was good. I don't know about you. I've never spoken like that. It's true. I don't know why I went that. I apologize. I don't know either. I apologize, Southerners, but not... Scared, well, you scared me. I was like, what happened? He went redneck. But I don't Southern apologize. is one thing. Redneck is something completely different. You're trampling on my joke. I was going to rip on Alabama. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> anyway, it is expected to open in the coming weeks. Eater Vegas is reporting that Grand Walk and Sushi Bar at MGM Grand will close on Monday, February 19th after 19 years at the property. No word what will take over the space it occupies, located just off the casino floor, but with China Tang recently opening at the property, this announcement does not come as a surprise. The Raiders and the city of Henderson have reached a deal that will make the city the home of the team's practice facility. 55 acres of land valued at $12.1 million was sold for $6 million and change, citing the 250 full-time non-football jobs the facility will create as the reason they could sell it for less. 
The facility is expected to cost $75 million to build. It wasn't clear who is shouldering that bill. And finally, Brilliant at Neon Museum was open to the public last week. And it appears to be just about everything we hoped it would be. Check out the extended preview of the attraction for the link on the blog, or simply touch the title of this chapter on the Enhanced Podcast from your web-enabled device, and it will take you right to it. I know, I'm so excited. I know, I think Christina said she's got tickets to go. I'm so, I, I would imagine the tickets are going to get harder to, to get, yeah. so you're going to have to plan ahead. Karen, but, I know people. <laughs> oh, my God. No, Here we go. On, honestly, this is, um, we've never gone to the evening thing because I'm such a big fan of Neon Museum, Neon Bone, or whatever you want to call it, that I knew, I, I knew inevitably I would be disappointed by it, and just being the person that I am, I would have to then be honest with people and tell them that I didn't like, you know, what it was like in the evening. This is not far from a dream come true. Yeah. And, and I get, you know, for the expense and everything else for not actually getting the signs to relight and the heat. But I love the approach that they're taking to make sure that you can still see them yeah. as if they were lit up and interactive and stuff. So yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah, I can't wait. We're definitely going to do it after Vegas Vacation 6 is over. And Yay. there's a real fucking chance that this is going to be part Become of Become an seven. event? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That, yeah. I could see that because I, I would... Can you imagine just a group of all of us going... The, the only challenge is going to be that we can't get too hammered before you go. you got to pace yourself. But... It'll be right after the limo ride. They'll be pretty lit, but not fucked up. <laughs> you know? Ooh, we're going to have to, like, space out who's bringing beverages, because... And make sure they... Ooh, yeah, okay, there's going to be some planning. I only think it's, like, a 20-minute long thing. I know, but there's going to be some planning involved. Right. <laughs> All right, we'll figure they, it out. They have been... Uh, of of the, the many establishments I've had the fortune and misfortune of working with in Las Vegas, that company has got it. Yeah. Like, day one really kind of figured out what we were all about and has been well super and i think that they figured out what what people want to come see obviously looking at what they're doing so yeah if you're if you're looking for some place to donate to the neon museum yeah, would be a great time, one yeah. to do it too all right so that's going to do it for news and prop bets let's check the river some listener feedback this is super good and normally i don't share just twitter feedback but it's so good especially considering what we just talked about i was like we have to share this we have to all right so this feedback comes from at dustin of holland he says neon sign tubes do not generate heat they're more like fluorescent tubes the danger of lighting them on the ground is the voltage involved it takes between 5,000 and 10,000 volts to light a tube not something you want to have where it can be touched easily. I knew it would Got be it. dangerous on the ground. I, I, I admit I, I foolishly said, oh, it would be the heat. But um, I think that might be worse. Yeah. Five to 10,000 volts. Yeah, that, that, would be, that would be a light show and a trip to remember. Right. All right. So that's going to do it for episode 258. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates, amazon.com and tickets.accessvegas.com. 
You can buy merchandise from our store, Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas, and get premium and exclusive content at Patreon.com slash 360Vegas. And you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. And if you're not sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email to the show, we do have instructions on how to do that as well on the blog's main page. Karen, where can folks find you? I am at Karen Mark. She just told you where you can find me. So until next time. Yeah.